four Midwest Guys presents... Star Trek Picard Review everybody and welcome back to four midwest guys presents star trek picard review today it'll be season one episode two maps and legends and with me all always is mr brian about hey, what's up what's up man what's going on b nothing much man excited to talk about this episode i am too so let's get into it so uh right off the bat uh we get kind of a little bit of a flashback in the uh we end up on the uh the utopia planitia shipyards where the attack happened and um it's kind of a, I don't know, the feeling I got from, you know, how they treat the, the this android crew, as it were, is kind of like slave labor almost. It's some kind of felt like. 100%. Yeah. I think they're not, I realize that they're androids and not, they're not people, but that's the way they treated them was they're not people. Right. And they were using them as tools. Like, like you're stupid. Yeah. You know, all you're there is just to push buttons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they even said, like, what are you doing, stupid? Well, that's what I felt like. Yeah. It was like. And they were, and honestly, their their behavior is a very bad data uh, like behavior. You know, he did like a fake smile. Do you get it? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he did the whole hell yeah. They're like, they're they're made fun of constantly, like a like a nerd in school, really, kind of in a way, I guess. Right. Like, kind of being bullied almost. It could. It felt, definitely felt felt that way. And like Star Trek's always had that way of. Of pushing the that political boundary, like you know, mm-hmm. like the, the acceptance. Yeah, and and, and so that's, that's kind of what it feels like. And you're right with the whole like trying to fit in, kind of like mm-hmm. like ha ah, mm-hmm. hell, yeah. hell yeah. Do you get it? No. no. <laughs> like it's just like oh okay. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, the other thing I took away from this that that whole scene was is we find out that um, everybody's kind of on holiday for first contact day, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because. That kind of goes back to that's related to the Borg too from First Contact. They had their involvement, so I'm wondering if you know if that attack is because we saw him his eyes get like he did like a reprogram reboot whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's, yeah. real, what's really interesting. Um, is I was going to bring this up to you in Discovery mm-hmm. when she gets taken over the eyes, the eyes twitched. Yeah. And in Discovery, and I, I that's I was gonna say that's what it reminded me of when we were watching this, and his eyes twitched. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, <laughs> we're watching the same thing. What's going on here? Yeah, so he was like reprogrammed. And I just wonder if this is Borg related somehow, or Borg technology related, or just a hint. Like, they're oh, I have, I have, I have a big theory at the end. At the end for you. Okay, since, uh, since we like to do our theories at the end, we I do. I have a big theory for you at the end. Okay, big theory at the end. I'm waiting for it. Anticipation. Um, so, and then we get to, um, 
what's her name? Uh, is it? Uh, I got it written down later. It's it's. Uh, I'm still trying to get the names of her. Picard's uh, Romulan servants. Um, what's it? Lena, something like that. Liani, Liani, whatever. Something like that. I got it written down later. But so she kind of takes him on like a uh, like a like she's revealing something. Like it's it's almost like a, a a Sherlock Holmes kind of moment, I guess. And she reveals this whole secret, 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 double, super secret police. Well, like cabal behind the cabal. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of thing. basically, what she does is she's telling she's she's going back into what she knows, what her past is, where she used to be mm-hmm. the Secret Service, basically. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, I can take you there and show you. We, we figure mm-hmm. this out. So that's what they think. You know, they walk into her room, whatever, and they see that. And but she's talking about this is like the next level up for me. Mm-hmm. What I used to do. This is like this, like you said, like the super secret, yeah, the super secret up so secret, the cabal police. behind the cabal. Bro. Yeah, and and yeah, she said, yeah. uh, you know, they wiped this room. They didn't just wipe this room. They scrubbed. They scrubbed it, yeah. and then they flooded it with other stuff, so that I couldn't even tell that it was even done. Yeah, and she goes, but maybe I'll be able to see something later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is something later on where they they're not as good as they think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a reveal later, but oh, yeah. and we, we we see like a reflection. That they missed in yeah. the video, and it's like, holy crap, these people are good. Yeah, and I think she used the excuse they flooded it with electrons or something crazy. Yeah. Uh, but we find out that their name, the uh, so the the Romulan secret police is the Tal Shiar. You probably remember that from Next Generation and other Star Trek uh, TV shows. But this new, the head behind the how she put it, I think she called it kind of like they were like a. a a shell company <laughs> like a secret police shell company that actually hid this particular right secret police it's almost like the man behind the curtain yeah very much like this is, is black black ops on top of black ops kind of sh- stuff and yeah um this so this new group is called the zot vosh yeah so this, this so yeah this so this is this secret super um cabal and then later she continues to reveal she starts talking about how they have this deep, dark secret that they've been hiding for thousands of years. And um, then she gets in and then she starts talking about computers and how Romulans only use computers for crunching numbers, you know, doing mathematical computations. But as far as like any kind of AI, they don't deal with it. They, mm-hmm. they almost have almost a religious prejudice mm-hmm. against the AI. Yep. Um, so what do you think about that? that, that big reveal? Well, it's, it's one of those it's one of those reveals that's not really a reveal. Like if you're even thinking about it, you're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like that with the Romulans. You know what I mean? Like, I've never yeah. never seen that. I've never seen the 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 computers, the robots, or anything near them. The computer doesn't talk back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's one of those like, it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like it was just one of those basically things. Like mm-hmm. she's explaining something we already knew, but you're like, oh well, that does make sense. I never thought about it before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's uh it's interesting because it's almost like. She kind of at least alludes that she thinks the secret that they're hiding is is that they have a huge prejudice against these any kind of AI or any kind of right. cybernet cybernetics is right or implants or any kind. It's almost like the war against the machine. Um, so it just makes me wonder: Did they have AI at one point in their society? Were they attacked by the Borg thousands of years ago? Fought them off somehow? Could be. 
you know. And, and or it could be they, they escaped the Borg mm-hmm. and had to restart, and yeah. they thought they came far enough away to get away from them. And here the Borg showed back up. Could be. That that's a very that's a possibility. Um, so it's just interesting that I'm just trying to. Or did, was it a homegrown? I, the other thing I thought was a possibility is it a homegrown AI that went Terminator, that went Skynet on them, and turned on them. You know. Right. So. Um, I'm not gonna save my theory till the end. Okay. You, you, you got it. Okay. Okay. You keep talking just, about it. Right. No, I, my my thought my, oh, my okay. theory is yeah, go ahead. my theory is that the Romulans created the board. Really? Yeah. A hundred percent. But they 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 not on purpose, but. Got to the point because Romulans are smart. Oh yeah. So they got just to the, like Vulcans. Yeah. So so they got to the point where their AI was so smart that it took over. Yeah. Um. What was it like a? I forgot what kind of station it was that it took over, and then it needed a, it needed one mind. So then it therefore became you had the queen. Yeah. The hive. Yeah. Yeah, and then they started the whole hive thing. I think that is why, and the, and the Romulans couldn't control it. So they blasted it off into so space. They blasted it off in the space thing, and they were done with it. Yeah. And here it came back, almost like a, like, uh, like homeward bound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like coming back to where it's from. It's original. Al- almost like a, like a, a, look, father, look what I've become, kind of thing. So almost like, uh, not to jump genres too much, but almost like in Superman when you have uh, what's his name, uh, the big, you know, the. The big computer guy. Um, oh yeah, um, um, I'm talking about cyber. Um, um, he's in. He's in the. He's in the series too. He's in Krypton. Um, I'm talking about. Yeah, him. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of that kind yeah. of feeling. Yes, but it's but it's like it's like it's like a look what I've become kind of thing. Yeah, coming back. Mom, dad. Yep, yeah. Yeah. and I think that's why they don't like artificial intelligence. That's a great theory. And that's I, a super and, great theory. And, and, I dig that theory. Yeah, and I think that's why. I think that's why. That Romulan reclamation project is on a Borg cube, and they keep asking, "Are you sure this is disconnected from everything else?" Yeah, and that's why is because they understand the technology. They understand the technology because it's basically their technology, and they just say, "You know, disconnecting arm, disconnecting face sensor, disconnecting." They're not saying disconnecting Borg piece, whatever. Yeah, it's basically they're just disconnecting their own their own material or advanced material that yeah. since they let it go. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I love that theory. I like that theory a lot. Yeah. It's a great theory, Brian. Great theory. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I'll definitely be keeping it in the back of my head now. Because that's what I was like when I was watching this episode. That's that was the only thing I was, I was like. It's almost like they like they created. Like they created the board. That's why they're sticks. That's why they don't like. Yeah. That's why they didn't like data. That's why they didn't like the, any kind of artificial because they in their their mind data was one step below. Borg. Borg. Yeah. Like it was like, oh my god. Yeah. This is what could have happened. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, we'll move on for now, but I like it. We're definitely going to keep going back to that theory, I think, the rest of the series. That's for sure. Um, so back on the Borg cube. Um, Narek uh, has made short work of not only getting into Soji's head, but into her pants. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, really the only thing that we can take away from this is that he's telling her nothing about him. He's remaining his, keeping his secrecy up. There's a, I don't know if that's part of his plan to keep her interested in him. Kind of that whole mystery thing and she wants to figure it out kind of thing. Or, like, like, yeah, like he's like, he, he's giving her just enough nuggets yeah. of information to keep her like, 
on the chrome trail. Yeah, like, like is this supposed to be a secret? Are we supposed to do a secret? You know, it's like, Ooh, a piece of candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, keep following it. Um, and then the other thing with the scene is we hear Soji do like a minor, minor like a, as they're going back into the board cube to them, she's kind of got like this monologue with them and she's basically she's describing how she likes to fix broken things and that's kind of her case for broken Borg, you know, and how vast it was and how these people were once attached to this great giant mind and now they're detached and they're lost and all this, you know this stuff and then did you did you catch what happened like she didn't realize she did it did you catch what happened when when they pulled apart the Borg no I think no okay so she didn't realize she did it yeah she was doing something else and they pulled that piece out and put it away to the side and he saw her do it and she leaned over and goes um I'll be okay yeah it'll be be okay I'll be with you my friend yeah yeah well I think that's her job though I think she's a therapist, a psychologist, no. psycho- psychological therapist. For, for a dead, for a dead body, it's alive. He's, they're just moving the implants out. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a heartbeat here in the background. Oh, I, didn't, I missed, I must missed that because as okay. I was, I was like, yeah, she realized she did it. And yeah. He realized she did it. Like, oh yeah, he took and, notes. He was taking and, and notes was, all the time. And, and it was one of those like, she's she's that much closer to activating. Mm-hmm. And she even realizes, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, she's that much closer to realizing yeah. who she is and all that. And he's, he's just, you know, observing from from afar. Um, then we we move into the. Uh, this was an interesting scene. Uh, the the talk with uh, Doctor. I just put down Doctor Maurice. I never did get it, catch his last name, but he's the doctor from Picard's ship on the Stargazer. So they're long, you know, longtime friends. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, Basically, he does. He, he he stops short of calling it dementia, but there's some sort of um, anomaly on well, his medical scan, and I've got a couple theories. But maybe he realizes that you know it's the, it's the whole thing from transferring back and forth between Star Trek and X Men, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the whole mental thing that happens in X Men in, in Logan. But you know. It, it, <laughs> But it could be bad enough. It's bad enough, though, for the doctor to kind of look look at him seriously and go, oh, they can all be treated, but they all end the same way. And he, he even goes as far as to say, well, you know, maybe you going on this mission, well, maybe you'll get lucky and you'll get killed. You'll die before it, it takes effect. Right. So which makes you wonder if it's like a brain tumor or if it's something Borg-related. It could be, or it, yeah, because he does say that, he does say, you know, that I was told that this could cause problems later. And what else has happened to him other than he was once looked as a Borg. Right. Right. Um, I also think that the anomaly, going back to my other theory yeah. from last week, I think is the data near neurons that might be trapped in, in Picard causing could, some problems. Well, that could be. And then he, they don't really know that that's what it is. And they think it's a tumor, tumor. but it's actually data. Yeah. That's that's just my yeah. stretching out my theory. I mean, that were. could be. So... And so that when he find when he does come to the very end and they get rid of the that part, yeah, then they find the neurons inside. And Picard. he'll and he'll be done. He'll be okay, mm-hmm. and Data will be back. Because there's going to be a season two, unless they just stretch out the these well, problems through season two. I was going to say there, yeah, they already said there'll be season two, so right. So, I'm just it just makes me wonder. However, I also pose this question to you because I think is it going to play a role down the line this season if people start questioning Picard's sanity if his doctor reports well yeah we think he has this condition 
is the old man really just insane kind of thing. Oh, I'm sure it would if, if the doctor actually reported that, but I don't think the doctor will. But, but if, it might get out. Yeah, if the doctor if the doctor were to say something like that, I'm sure it would pose some kind of repercussion on, on his current crew Right. for them to be like, there's no way that you saw data or whatever had a vision. Mm-hmm. It's it's part of the, yes. your illness, yes, kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, well, whether or not we know at home watching TV, and you're like, no, he really did. Yeah, he really did. He, he really did. did. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then the the other uh, the next scene is the return to Starfleet. Um. I loved how they showed us first the when he walks into the building, you first get a picture of the original Enterprise. And then they showed the D, the Enterprise D, mm -hmm. over top with the music and everything. Yeah. I thought that was, you know, nice fan service. Pretty cool to see. I always love seeing the both both those ships. Um, but the 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 first thing you recognize, the first thing you come to is he's no longer recognizable. Like he's this once this great captain slash admiral. You know everything that we hear. You know in the, in the interview. You know legendary this, legendary that. And he's no longer—he's no longer the star he once was. He's been gone so long that even the regular Starfleet crew members aren't really taking notice of him anymore. Well, yeah, I think it's—it's it's what it, it goes back to, like, like even with baseball. Mm -hmm. And you get somebody out of baseball for five years. Yeah. And pe fans don't recognize him. Yeah. As opposed to you know everyday you know like <laughs> super fans would probably recognize him, but right. um, you know there's times where like. You just don't recognize them. You get somebody out of the movie business mm -hmm. long enough, yeah. and they change just enough that they're not going to recognize them. Sure. Um, and basically, him coming back here to Starfleet was like going back to school. Oh yeah. And so it's a whole brand new class of, of kids, and then mm -hmm. of course they're not going to you know, like. Yeah. And who are you? Exactly. And he's and like are, he's put off. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he's, he's, like, he's like Picard. Picard. P I C. Yeah. <laughs> you can almost Luke. Luke. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't do that, but almost get that feeling. Um, and he has this big, he has this meeting with this Admiral Kristen Clancy and right off the bat, she's icy, um, yeah. with him. There's no, how are you doing? How you been? It's, it's, she's strictly all business and well, she's stoic and, with her, her, her body language. Yeah. I think it yeah. has to, I think it has to do with the way Picard left Yeah, and left, basically left Starfleet Yeah, holding the bag and like, how are we going to fix this? You know, cause yeah, Picard was a big name, and him him going away from the Starfleet basically was like their star player. Yeah, they're know. they're not they're not who we thought they were, kind of thing. And mm -hmm. it's like, and so she's been trying to pick up the pieces since he left, and then now for him to come back and say, "I want you to reinstate me. I need a ship. I need yeah. this and this." And she goes, "Who the hell do you think you are?" Yeah, fucking hubris. Yeah, yeah. which was funny to hear, you know, in Star Trek, the f, f bomb dropped, but. Um, they do seem to have somewhat of a confrontation past. Even he says, "I know we've had our issues in the past," kind of thing. And I'm sure it has to do with the with maybe with that's him leaving. with him leaving. Um, and but she chastises. He's, she's basically chastising him about the whole Romulan plan. You know, Captain Picard didn't like his orders, and you know, Starfleet does have the right to decide whether a race dies or not. She's completely kind of almost a 180 from Picard as far as like Picard's values and stuff. She's strictly out for Starfleet and the human race and anybody inside Starfleet compared to any race. Correct. And, and Correct. She's, she's out Starfleet number one more so than everyone as an individual. Just like we heard in the interview when Picard, when they said, was Romulan lives? He was like, no mm -hmm. lives. 
Yeah. Like, there is no Romulan, Klingon, whatever. It's just lives. lives. Yeah. You know, and, and Starfleet is the exact opposite, mm-hmm. where it's Starfleet and everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. And then you had, and you said, we had 14, 14 Teen races. 14 races saying, we're, we're, we'll pull out yeah. if you don't, you know. And what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, you keep the unity. You keep. Right. That's all about maintaining the Federation yeah. first. Yeah. 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 And I, I tell you, she's, she's sharp with them. I mean, we get the, this is no longer your house and do what you do best and go home. Uh, I mean, just... And so, yeah, like, she was really, like... Daggers. Yep, she was really blatantly rude and, like, just, like... Because, in all honesty, you you just said you wanted, didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. So why do I have to... Why why, why am I even listening, listening to you talk? Sorry. We might have had a little glitch there. Hopefully we didn't. <laughs> Things went crazy. <laughs> you know, like... We lost everything. But yeah, go you ahead. Know, you know, why, why would you even... Why would we even need to do you know, talk to you? And then, then he, then he's, then, you know, then she, then I saw it when she was ta- when he was talking. You could see it in her demeanor when he said there was a Romulan hidden cell, mm-hmm. and she kind of tensed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she said, "Well, why don't you just do what you do best and go home? You take your ball and go home." And, and then yeah. basically, I was thinking, I was like, "She's gonna go. She's gonna go talk to somebody. Uh-huh. She's gonna go talk to somebody. I know yep. she's going to." Yep. And then we come to find out that she does go talk to somebody. Yep. I was like, ah, I could write this damn show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the, basically, I, I just call it the Borg ship um, gray zone orientation meeting. Um, and the things I took away from this this scene was there was a sign that says, days without assimilation, 5,843. Oh, yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. like a safety thing, like you yeah. see at work, you know, so many days without an accident, so many days without assimilation. Now, I wonder if, I wonder if during this this, this season on off the card, mm-hmm. we're going to see that sign go down to zero. Zero. Yeah, because it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's almost like, well, we think it's dormant, We, but, you know, you're still here, and they, they're calling it the Borg Arca- Artifact Research Institute. Which I thought was hilarious. I was like, "Oh, welcome to Borg ITT Tech slash Archaeology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have fun." Um, I don't know. What did you think about that that sign? I, I, I'm sure you saw it in the whole. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's like it, it reminded it can me. Still happen. Okay. So it so it reminded me a lot of like you know we work in a warehouse where, mm-hmm. and it's like you know the safety comes first. Yeah. And it's 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 basically it just it's there to be, it's there for a deterrent so that you are stay safe. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a joke. Yeah, you know, days without being, it's like you know, like like five thousand dollars, and then somebody walks over and goes, one, one. <laughs> you know, and it's just like it's one of those things, like oh my god. And but, but it was really what I felt funny about the whole thing about they were setting up was, uh, if these turn green, run. Yeah, it was like it's like radiation detection. I'm well, like, oh well, shit. Well, basically, it's yeah. what it's saying is that the Borg are back alive. Or that well, I took it as you're being assimilated. It's in your system. Like radiation. Well, no, the, oh, I, 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 similar, similar, similar to what we're. Yes. Yeah, my, my thought was is that the Borg has reconnected mm-hmm. to wherever you're at. Yeah. And has become back online. online. So he's going to turn green because that's, oh, okay. that's because that's the color that we've established, established as Borg. Borg. It was yeah. green. Yeah. Um, so that's what I thought. I thought when they said that, I was like, it's like if it turns green, run. I'm like, if it turns green, you're fucked. <laughs> See, I saw it. I looked at it as a, um, like a, well, we're kind of going through it right now with the the, the coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like um it's like a thing, and it shows. Well, if you've got so many nanos around you, because that's what the, how the board, you know, can infect almost like a, a micro microscopic kind of thing. It's almost like a radiation detector 
that's how I saw it. Mm. But you're right, it could be that the Borg are back, run, or, but to me it was like, oh, you're being assimilated, you need to go see a doctor immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, they even say things like, if the even if you pick up, an, you shouldn't pick up any objects that you shouldn't, that you're not allowed to pick up, and if you, just because you think it's not, <laughs> what they, they used words like, um, if you think it's dormant, it, it's actually not. It could actually not be. And it's like, yeah. yeah, don't touch anything. It's like, okay. They're wearing semi, you know, suits, kind of yeah. like radiation suits. And I was like, okay. So. Like has had jumpsuits. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can still be infected by the Borg. Just FYI. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's slip over to the next scene. Uh, the Picard meets again with uh, the doctor from the, um, the date. Um, uh, date, uh, day, uh, Daystrom. Daystrom Institute. Thank you. Mm -hmm. She's back, and um, I think it's funny. She's reading a science fiction book, and Picard goes, "I don't like science fiction. I never, I never really got it. Yeah, I never really yeah. it. I'm like really. I never really understood <laughs> science fiction. Like, you, ha, funny. You who are, yeah, ironically funny, funny, haha. -ha. Ultimate science fiction. Um, the other, the only thing I really took out of this that scene was, is she was digging through, um. I guess her identity going back to see if she was really part of the school and how she was perfect, but too perfect to be accepted. And yeah. It was more like, it was more like a, a you know, a, you know, stasis, you know, wh where are you at in your research? Oh, I, I did this and I went and looked at the school records and, and she really wasn't there. Yeah. She, she, she was too good to be true. And she only came about three years ago. Right. And, um, and then he says, okay, we well, need to go back to school. And she goes, no, yeah. I'm coming with you. Yeah. So <laughs> you it, can't stop me. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, that too, but actually I don't, did that happen? Yeah. Okay. I must've missed that part. So, um, but the fact that Dodge is one of those on next week's episode. Yeah, it yeah. could be. Whichever one. So Dodge has really only been in society for three years. So chances are Soji's kind of the same way. It's like they slipped her in, you know, but See, they all they both also seem to have their own minds though and it's yeah, just kind of like I don't I don't know about the I don't know about the Soji being slipped in 3 years. I think I think it might be a Soji went first and then they released Dodge into and then, the world. And then they released Dodge in the world because or or Soji something happened and she left early. And she left earlier than we anticipated and, and then they with. and they just left they let mm -hmm. uh you know Dodge go in because why would you release her to the Romulans? Yeah, I, I didn't understand that either. Like, why would you release her to the Romulans unless she's there to do something? Unless the only way to combine to get data back is to use the Borg technology. Like, yeah, she may have a mission from yeah. whoever created her. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's very possible. Good point. Um, so let's talk about the uh, the Borg operation. Um, and you just kind of see them removing, like we kind of talked about this a little bit already, where they're removing the implants, and she goes over to them. It's like she's there to care for the human side of the Borg, or yeah. you know, to bring them back from assimilation. She's like, "Why do you give them a number? Or don't we just don't know their species name? You know, that's all." And she's always fighting for the humanity side. It seems like through this whole process, yeah, while he's called a no name. Yeah, why Narek's obviously we already talked about it, was taking notes the whole time, so. Um, she seems to be very caring about humans, um, which is interesting considering she's m most likely an android. Um, well, like we said, it's the split. Yeah. Dodge was all computers. Like, she could do everything with a computer. Mm -hmm. And she seems to be the exact opposite. She seems to be the humanoid side, side of, of data. data. Hmm. 
You know, it was like it's one of those like I I um I forgot where I was reading. Was I reading something? Or was it, it was another? It might have been another YouTube blogger that I was watching their their review. They never really show it. They never really show Dodge blowing up. They don't. So you just see the fireball and you kind of assume she's consumed by it. But she's an android. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. She's then. an android, so you know I, I don't know if she actually. If she's survived, then the people who went to attack her are unaware of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the people who went to attack her actually got her. Mm, we'll talk about it when we get to the scene. Yeah. Okay. Cause right. I, I mean, that's because that's I was I was that's they they brought the point. There's like, they never really showed. And the whole scene, the whole <clears throat> area was scrubbed. Yeah. And if that was the case, we would have seen the blast from the weapon. We would have seen the blast from her. We would have seen... She was scrubbed. The explosion was left. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, the explosion's still oh, there. Oh, they, they showed the explosion there, yeah. right? Yeah. And they... she's just removed from the, yes. the, the, the thing. But... <clears throat> but we'll, we'll get to yeah, it. We'll I think, get to I, it. I think she's still... She's still around. It's possible only from one... But well, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. We're almost there. So from, I'll, the, whole, from the whole parcel of the nanos, you had to be had to be active. We'll see. Um, we'll talk. <laughs> um, so let's move into Picard contacting somebody. I thought it was really cool. We finally see the old communicator from the movies, the Square Picard. That's from the uh, first contact and um, uh, Nemesis and uh, the one uh, Resur whatever the one was Resurrection. So he pulls that out, he activates it, and he contacts somebody named Rafi. Rafi? I don't know who the hell Rafi is. Is that what it said on the, the titles? Yeah, as far as I could tell. Oh, okay. So who do you think it was? Because I don't have subtitles on mine. Okay. I thought he said Jordy. Don't hang up. Jordy. It could have been, but it, I'm pretty sure it's Rafi. I have to go back and look. No, it could be. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I yeah, I don't have. I don't have. Uh, I don't have, have the subtitles put on for this one okay. for some reason. I don't know. Okay. And so it could be. It could very well be Rafi. Yeah. But I, I was. I was like, whoever it is, it's somebody that doesn't like him though, because he's like, don't hang up. You know. Well, is it the girl that we see in the preview for the next week? Um, it could be her, but she seems to surprised to see him when, because he shows up in this one at her house. So it could be her though, or it's somebody they both know. No, yeah, common. Yeah, yeah, common denominator. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That was just my question there. Who the hell's Rafi? Because it's pretty short lived. But it was cool to see the old communicator brought out. I thought mm -hmm. it's obviously somebody's former Starfleet at some point. It right. Always have to be. So I just don't know who that would be. Um, and then let's get to this the the big scene. Section thirty one lives. Um, so section thirty one from Discovery, Starfleet CIA is still around. Um, come time of Next Generation, um, because I I noticed there we meet. The, you mean Picard? Huh? In Picard. Because Picard is after Next Generation. Yeah. Well, Next Generation... I always call this time period the Next Generation timeline period. Sorry if I confuse anybody. We'll call it the Picard timeline for now. Um, but we meet a Commodore... I think it's O. That was the only thing I could figure out. Um, and she has that same black uh, Section 31 Starfleet badge on her. And um, she's talking with Admiral Clancy. And... That 
conversation, that, that brief conversation they have at the beginning, it's like, he's back. I thought he was safely put away on his, his plantation. It makes me wonder, did those two work together to get him kicked out of Starfleet? Well, not kicked out, but get him to resign from Starfleet. Were they part of removing Picard? Did they have an underlying plan well, together? Well, yeah, I mean, when it, it kind of kind of sounds like one of those like like mind mind control things where it was like if we can if we can convince Picard that he's old and needs to retire, or whatever. Yeah, he'll go there, and if we keep his mind focused on the grapes and everything else, he'll never really fully. And that's why he maybe that's why he can't sleep mm. when he's there. And, yeah, well, it, it's. It, I was just like, I heard this whole conversation. I'm like, ooh, is there a subplot there? Did, 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 are they planning together? Uh, well, it's probably because they realized that Picard is one of the only ones that could ever really, yeah, unfoil a plan. Yeah, because you know, you know, even uh, I think uh, the Commodore says Picard. I thought he was safely mothballed on the vineyard. Was the exact line I think. I'm like, ooh, did they do that? Mm, I don't know. Um, and then you know the admirals. The Admiral thinks Picard's crazy, so that kind of adds that whole crazy line. You know, he's come up with this crazy story, but, you know, and then about the Romulans and all this, but I want you to look into it. And then she takes it seriously because she's like, well, if the Romulans are confirmed in a covert act, that would be an act of war. And all of a sudden we're looking at interstellar war, possibly. Okay, what do you got? No, I mean, it's just, so it, she's just basically playing the Admiral. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, she's she's playing the admiral. She knows there is because she's part of it. Okay, so she thinks. Well, yeah, because section thirty one is behind. Yeah, the attacks, which we yeah. find out later here in yeah. the scene. But yeah, yeah, and she's like, she's like you, you guys got you guys got caught. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and so my thought is is that she's part of thirty one, but she's also behind this. You know, it's it's not a Romulan task force. Mm -hmm. It's actually a Section Thirty One task force because they they're trying to get the, they're trying to gather the Borg technology to use it to help Starfleet mm. because Section Thirty One is always trying to yeah that's why they tried to go after Discovery and try to get the time warp stuff so this is Borg thing that's what they're trying to yeah I think they are they're behind the they are behind the attack on Dodge that's that's pretty much confirmed I think the Commodore is strictly for at first. And before going further with the Commodore, when I first saw her, I'm like, oh, is that Dodge's mom? The one she contacts in the first... Because they look similar. Uh -oh. I don't think it is, but it looks she looks kind of similar. Um, but um, beyond that, going forward, so um, they're behind the attack on Dodge. Uh, it turns out that, uh, um, that, that not only are they behind the attack on, on Dodge, but I think the Commodore is strictly for Starfleet. In Starfleet's interest, but we—it turns out that this Lieutenant Rizzo that she brings in, who's kind of like her head of clandestine services, I guess, is actually turns out to be Zatvash <laughs> with her brother, right? Who is Narek? And it's right. like, oh, I, I think it's actually that 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 um, the two have combined. Do you think they're working together? And that Section Thirty-One has always been Clavash. Because it's it's, it, it's always been this group behind the group, you know what I mean? Like like this, they, they may um, have Illuminati of the space world, if you will. Well, they may have taken, they may be in bed with them now, but I think the Zodbosh are older than Section Thirty One. Oh but, yeah, but, I do. But but that's what I'm saying though. But I think that's why they're together, and she out okay. in in the in the the molding of the two together. Mm -hmm. 
she ranks higher than Lieutenant than, Rizzo. Than Lieutenant Rizzo. And what I think is going to happen, if we're going to spoil it, sure, yeah, I no, really no. think that going down the road, Lieutenant Rizzo is going to kill the, co- the Commodore. Yeah. I think the Commodore is strictly Starfleet, and I think z- that she has no idea that Rizzo is actually Zadvash. That could be. And I think Zadvash, because. So you think Zadvash is, has infiltrated Section 31? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, I'll go with that better. It's like a subplot. I'll go with that better, but I, I but I do, oh. but I do think that she's going to kill Commodore. Only because we hear from uh, her name was Laris, by the way, that in her little big explanation that they're everywhere, they're in every empire, that they're 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 there's cells, yeah. if you will, and they're infiltrated everywhere. So that that's just my 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 theory. Mm-hmm. Um, that works. But I think it was interesting is is she orders her, she's she's like, well, what about Picard? Well, if well, I think the uh, man. Why does it keep doing that? I'm gonna have to uh, work on that. Uh, sorry if we keep zooming in and out. My uh, my uh, screensavers kicking in. I'm gonna have to make sure that's turned off next time. Um, but getting back to um, um, the whole, where was I? Section 31. Uh, you know the whole sub thing and, and the plot and them being. I, anyway. I'm trying to remember where I was. <laughs> Do you remember where we were? Yeah. That there was a subplot that the, the Sadvash was in the... Yes. So sub- Section 31? So, yeah, they, they've infiltrated Section 31. I don't think the Commodore may or may not know that Rizzo's part of that. I think she does. She may. Um, I think she's going to remain Starfleet. I think uh, it was interesting when they brought up a card and um, the Commodore's like, well, I think the Admiral's... Is just has discouraged him, but if he does come back, I'll deal with him. Like the Commodore is like, you're not going to assassinate him. I am, kind of thing if needed. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think Commodore O is very, still kind of a good guy. She uh, she's Section One Thirty One and she's dirty, but she's not, she's not Zadvash. Okay, so that's just my two points. Um, but let's talk about uh, the scene before this because we kind of skipped over it because we got the whole Section Thirty One thing. Um, where Lars is uh, pissed about him leaving, uh, which I thought was interesting, because I feel like she's been pushing him the whole time. Like, the whole first part of the scene, she's giving him all the information and everything he needs to run with, and then she finds out he's going to go on the mission, and suddenly she's pissed off that he's leaving. Uh, don't you find that... What, what, no, did you find that in, odd? No, I think it was... It was and it's, it's more of a... Like, I'm all about... I'm all about trying to be play detective with you and find out what's going on. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, now you're wanting to go into where I can't control what's going on. Like I, I not that I can't control, but it's kind of like a like a motherly instinct where I can't protect you. There's certain things that she could do here mm-hmm. that would help him in his like, um, you know Sherlock Holmes esque, you know like like almost like they were on the hologram like a holodeck, and they're going through all their stuff. But now all of a sudden he's wanting to reach out and go past that, and she's like. There's a chance you could get killed. Yeah. I've, you know, all these years being here with you, mm. you know, you're like failing me and I don't want to see you get killed. Mm. And he's like, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And that's, that's the, it's like. So you think it, it's, it's legitimate? Yeah. It's just all. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'm getting to um, section 31-ish, but I, I'm thinking, I'm wondering, she's just pushing him, pushing his buttons to get him out there. Um, uh, I did like how the other his other, his butler is what I'm going to call him for now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you're going to need a crew. What about Riker, Worf, and LaForge? And I like how 
um, Picard brings up, well, they would do that for me regardless, and they did that for me kind of out of respect, and I don't want to go through that again, being the key word. So I'm guessing, and this is just a guess, and I don't know, let's see what you think about this, that when Picard resigned from Starfleet, that Riker, Worf, LaForge, Troy, everybody followed him, disobeyed orders. Left with him? Yeah, or committed treason, essentially, against Starfleet and, and carried out the Romulan... Um, oh, yeah, I don't um, doubt it. ...save uh, rescue mission. Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt it. And, and, I, and I was like, ooh, okay. So so that that's kind of like a big, a big thing, so... I can see that happening. Yeah, I think maybe that's exactly what's happened. So, um, so what about uh, and then let's talk about we don't know her. He ends up in the desert. Um, he brings a bottle of wine, but she threatens to shoot him right at the bat. He doesn't. She doesn't really like him, but she kind of does like him. It's it's another it's another Mandalorian esque yeah, scene. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, where where you know she she knows him. They're they're familiar with each other. To the point where it looks like they were part of a group together in the past, and he kind of did something that screwed her over or cut out her from making her money or whatever, and so now she kind of holds it against him, yeah. and and he pulls one of the you know when like when the Mandalorian talks to Clara Dune and says, "Well, it's Imperial, whatever," and she's like, "Count me in." Yeah, yeah. he brings so up. It's the same thing. He, he says, "He goes." Robulan assassins. Well, it's Romulan assassins, and it's a this blow whatever wine. She goes, "Is that a 65 mm. All right, come on. <laughs> He's in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shut up and take my money. Yeah, I, I think she's going to be like his paramilitary kind of person going forward. You know, she's going to be the. I don't want to say she's going to be the muscle, but she's going to be the like the black ops person almost. They're the, you know, ex, oh, oh, like I, a Cara Dune kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I can see her being. She's probably ex ex Starfleet. Yeah, ex special forces something. And and she maybe helped with the, with the with the you know, getting the people off the planet or whatever and went against there. She maybe she lost. She's not part of Starfleet anymore, and now she lives in this Winnebago trailer, you know, out in the middle of the desert by herself, because um, she was exiled or whatever. And, you know, when he brings her on, maybe she was like, number one. Ooh. You know, maybe former she, number one. Yeah, mm. maybe she's a former number one, so she understands all the different tactics and everything else, mm -hmm. and and she has connections to get a ship. Yeah, I think that's the main reason he's there because yeah. she, I think she's some sort of a, a an ex paramilitary, maybe even almost like a a Han Solo like smuggler, maybe in the Star Trek world. And she has all the um, the the uh, the connections, so to speak. That that's just my my view of her. Either that or she's just straight up military, paramilitary. Mm. All right. Well, Brian, um, what did you think of overall this episode? Uh, time for, for your grade. Okay, so last week we said we were going to grade hard because yep. we don't want to keep increasing, increasing, mm -hmm. increasing. Yep. So I gave it a what, seven? Yeah, you gave it a seven last time. So I'm going to give this one a six and three quarters. Six and three quarters. Okay. Um, I didn't think it had enough action in it. It laid a lot of groundwork for a lot of different storylines. It got us thinking a lot. So maybe maybe a seven. Maybe I'll give it another seven. Okay. Um, but I felt that it needed a little bit more. It action. needed a little more action. Like mm -hmm. some of those episodes of Next Generation that were like a little mm -hmm. little wordy, and there wasn't a lot of action. It was a lot of um, setup setup for other episodes mm -hmm. that kind of felt like what this was 
without being that 100%. Like, we still got the, um, we still got the, you know, we found out the Romulans are behind them. Yeah. We found out that, you know, they're they're taking apart the Borg. Mm -hmm. We found, you know, I, I, while watching this episode, came up with the theory that the Romulans created the Borg, and that's why they don't like AI. Yeah. You know, and, and like, that kind of stuff, that, I like that kind of stuff, but I yeah. really felt like it needed more of a, needed more battle yeah, a little like, bit more action. Like a little more phaser action or... Something happens, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm going to stay with my same grade. I think I gave the last one about an 8, uh, and we'll stick with that. Uh, it, it's a lot of setup. It's a deepening of the plot, for sure. Uh, we find out about that the, the Tal Shiar is actually a front for the Zatvash. So there's somebody deeper, darker. It's been keeping secrets for a thousand years. I think you called it the Luminati of yeah. space. Mm -hmm. Great, great kind of comparison. Um, so... Uh, the fact that we're adding to the Star Trek lore or the world um, is awesome to me, I think. But like you, I think it's 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 very heavy on the setup for the adventure to begin. And it's called Maps and Legends, so they're basically just kind of setting their course or getting all their facts in order before we, they launch us on the adventure. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's a solid 8. It, it's... Um, it's not quite as good as last week, which I also gave an 8, but um, so I think I actually went 8.5. So this is an 8 for me. So just a little bit lower, but only because it's it's just a little less action. It's still a great episode. Oh, yeah. And um, I think you watched, what, uh, episode 1 and 2 back-to-back, -back, and you really enjoyed that. Yeah, like, so I watched, I knew this was coming out. Um, I watched a, I was staying up, and I was like, this comes out at 3, whatever, and I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and I go. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You stay up. I'm gonna stay up. So I stayed up and I watched uh, episode one, and then I think it finished 15 minutes after this one came. The episode two came out. Yeah. So I went straight into the next episode and watched it all as an hour and a half long movie almost. Yeah. Movie and it was like, yeah. oh, this was really good together. Yeah. Like it was really good, like all the way through, and it's like, mmm. They should almost have made it. Uh, yeah. One. So I hope yeah. it. I hope it almost goes that way through the whole series. But on the same hand, I also hope it doesn't because I, I used to like how the next generation had its one-offs where it was just a self-enclosed episode, hmm. and it, well, you you got your whole entire arc in one episode. Yeah. Um, not so much where the movies were, where it was like one general arc. Well, yeah, it's the setup, the build-up. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we get we get the whole arc in one that one episode. I really like that because that those episodes typically had action. Oh yeah. And then, and then there would be like little hints here and there of the main arc. Yeah, the greater plot. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm, so I'm coping. Do we know how many um, episodes? I've yet, you know, I've yet to hear. I know. I was looking um, for it. I couldn't find it online. I yeah. thought they were gonna have like a, one episodes or. I mean, if this is a twenty-two, I'm all for it. Bring it on. But I, I don't think it is. I think it's probably much shorter than that. Yeah. Just to keep with local like, tradition of late, anyway. What was what was? But Discovery? Star Trek Discovery was. That was quite a few episodes. That was yeah. more. I was like sixteen or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so. If that's the case, yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Bring it on. I'm all for it. Um, so yeah, this is uh, they, they're they're continuing to uh, to impress me, and I'm still intrigued. I've seen nothing negative really to say about the series so far. Um, so uh, you know, engage. You know, warp factor nine. I say, let's go. I'm ready. Um, so. That is our show, but before we go, if you want to know where to catch us and find us, you can see our uh, sign for the, the blind. Uh, www.number4midwestguys is the uh, best place to go. 
Uh, everything is on there. Every links to our Twitter, to our feed, Facebook feeds, to um, to our iTunes, to our Podbean. Everything is on there. Uh, follow, like, and subscribe off of there. And um, that's really your one-stop shop. Every podcast that we do is on there, audio and video-wise. Working on getting the audio caught up. Um, and uh, the audio feed will start getting more caught up in the next few weeks. Um, but if you don't want to go to the website, you can find us at facebook.com slash the number four Midwest guys. You can find us on Twitter at the number four Midwest guys. You can find me personally at bwilly1977. Brian, where can they find you? You can find me at Angzone. At Angzone. You can also find behind the scenes pictures and things like that and other, uh, coming soon graphics. I've started even on the, uh, Instagram site. So that's the number four underscore Midwest underscore guys. Or you can just hit us at a good old fashioned email at the number four Midwest guys at gmail.com. As you can see, four Midwest guys is pretty much a keyword. You can even search on Google if you really wanted to. But again, I recommend going to the website. Uh, it's pretty much, it really has everything. It's even categorized at the top. If you want just one specific show, you, you like Picard, you would click Picard. If you want Star Wars Rebels, you go there. Um, if you want the. Um, uh, what is the other uh, Parsecs of the Force? Another Star Wars show. It's all there. It's, it's everything's on the website. So www.4midwestguys.com. All right, and all right. Well, Brian, I want to thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Yep, and let's be what you say. Live long and prosper. We'll see you next time. <laughs>